Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Luke chapter 1, verse 26. That's where we're at this morning as we're just going through the Gospel of Luke. I'm excited to be going through the Gospel of Luke. So last time we saw this same angel being dispatched, not to Nazareth, but to Jerusalem. And it was during the course of Abijah that the priests were serving there and Zacharias was, had drawn that rare lot. He'd won the lottery, if you will, or won the lot to burn incense before the Lord, a once in a lifetime thing. And there he was before the Lord. And as he's standing before the Lord, or as he's burning incense before the Lord, all of a sudden an angel's standing there. And, and he's freaked out. I mean, he, he's pretty troubled by it. And as he's standing there, the angel says to him, don't be afraid for your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, shall bear a son. And, and, you know, and he'll be great. And he basically is a lot of the same types of things, but he's going to be the forerunner to the Messiah. And, and remember how Zacharias kind of handled that. It was, it, it was with unbelief. He, he's like, what are you talking about? You know, it was, it was like, there's no way. You know, this, this can't be. I'm old and my wife is well stricken in years. You know, <laughs> she, she's old too. And she's no spring chicken. And I, I, this, these are prayers from decades ago for us. This isn't like my prayer has been answered. This is a long, long time ago. We, we waited a long time and this never happened. Now, Zacharias, he, frankly, he just didn't believe. And, and I, I think that this is a, a difficulty that we all face. In his heart, he's saying, this is impossible. This is impossible. And maybe even wondering, do I really even want this now? And I think that that's a difficult thing when we find ourselves in a position where we've been praying for something for a long, long, long time, and the Lord hasn't answered. Anybody ever prayed for something for a really, really long time? I've been praying for some things since I got saved that still haven't come to pass. I've been praying for other things decades that still haven't come to pass. And sometimes I think in our waiting and as we're praying, we can get discouraged. Now, it was interesting because in this, in this story, my wife and I experienced something very similar to this. And I, I think that it was difficult to wait. We waited seven years. Now, of course, we were in our 20s and not in our 70s when the Lord answered our prayer. So it was a little different. But I remember praying about being able to have a baby. And we, we'd been waiting for seven years. We, we were just hoping that the Lord would open my wife's womb, that we'd be able to have a child. And, and I re- remember a friend of mine had a testimony where the Lord had shown them. And so I went to a, this retreat that we were getting ready to go to with that same heart, like, Lord, show us if we can have a child. That was my heart. But my wife prayed something very different than that. And it was, it, it was unknown to me. And she was actually praying at this point, after seven years of waiting, she was praying, Lord, I don't know if you're going to allow me to have children, but I just want to be content. 
And so if, if I can't, then just let me know so that I can be content. And if I can, that's great. But if I can't, just let me be content. And so that was her heart going into this. And then when, when Cindy DeVille told us, you know, that the Lord had spoken to her and said that we're going to have children and they're going to be a light to her family and all this stuff, it was, it, not only did we believe it because we were young enough and it wasn't going to, you know, we weren't 70, but we, we were in our 20s and it was like, yes, Lord, that's awesome. But also it was, it was, you know, it was different. It was, it was, it was seven years, not 30 years, not 40 years. But I will tell you that, that waiting can be difficult. And, and, you know, remember that the angel wasn't really impressed with Zacharias' unbelief. And honestly, God isn't impressed with our unbelief either. You know, remember, we read this last time, but in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says, But without faith, it's impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, or that he exists, and that he is the rewarder of those who diligently <laughs> seek him. Now, I like to fancy myself as, as a person of faith. I, I, re- I really do. I like, to, I like to think of myself that way. And, and, and that's real easy to do when, when that bank has enough money and the car's running good and my wife's healthy and my kids are healthy. And, and I'm like, well, the Lord's really blessing us. You know, we're really living by faith <laughs> until reality sets in and then something goes wrong. And then I realize that I am not really the man of faith that I'd like to think myself to be. You know, and, and I'm just like every one of you. And when something goes wrong, you know, and everything's been going good. And even though the Lord has done miracles in the past and he's provided in the past and he's healed in the past and he's done all those things in the past, it, it, the past doesn't seem to have any effect on the future for me. And I don't know what it is, but I find myself with just a small hiccup in the road. And I'm like, oh, what are we going to do? You know, and, and then it's, it's just human nature, I suppose. But I'm just like you and I have to go to Philippians 4, 6 and I have to say, okay, be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, you know, make my request known to God and then let God's peace come upon me. And it isn't until I go through those steps that I really have that, okay, God's in control. I, I don't know what's going to happen, but I can just breathe and okay, God's in control. And then start to think on the good things, right? And, and, and we go through those processes. But, but there's a difficulty when you've gone through something for so many years. And by the time that the angel says your prayer has been answered, Zacharias has lost faith in, and become maybe a little bit bitter in the whole thing. Today, we're going to see a much different example as an angel appears to Mary, as we read. But I think in a way, it's a bigger pill to swallow. You know, a bigger pill than an old woman's going to have a baby is a virgin's going to have a baby. And so in verse 26, it says, Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. And of course, Nazareth is a small village in the north of the Galilee region. Not in the north, it was actually south of the Galilee Sea, but it was in the north area where Galilee is. And, and Galilee was kind of, there was a lot of military up there. There was a lot of prostitution and and kind of a lower education amongst the people. Nazareth was not really a hub for anything. In fact, they had one small well that didn't produce a lot of water. They were 15 miles from the Sea of Galilee, so they didn't really have a fishing industry there very easily. Kind of in the hill country and, and, and honestly, no roads going into Nazareth, just trails, no roads. You can imagine the closest road was six miles away. And so the people that lived in Nazareth were people that kind of had the heart to, to be off the beaten path, right? 
Maybe like some of the people who like to be a little bit away, like out in Sweet or Ola or something like that. Nobody's, it's not on the way to anything, you know, and that's kind of what Nazareth was like. This small village, but known actually for its low moral quality. In fact, Nazareth was considered a town where people drank too much and people caroused too much. And so here this woman, and she's, you know, a, a good, good girl. She's not like the, a lot of the people around her. But she, she, she grows up in this city, this small town, actually, of Nazareth. And it would be so debased in a way that when Nathaniel heard that Jesus of Nazareth was the one who was the Messiah, he would say, can anything good come out of Nazareth? You know, that was kind of the reputation that they had. And it says here, the Gabriel comes to her, Gabriel, not, not going to some important place like Jerusalem, but he, he comes to this very small secluded place. And an angel, the angel Gabriel, of course, is the angel who we saw in the book of Daniel, the angel who appeared to Daniel and interpreted his visions, the angel who came and, and laid out the timeline for Israel in Daniel chapter 9. So this is a very important Israel, or very important angel when it comes to his influence on the future of the nation of Israel. He's a very important angel when it comes to the Messiah coming. He prophesied the Messiah's coming in Daniel chapter 9 when he says, from the command to restore and rebuild Jerusalem till the Messiah, the prince, shall be. And he, he basically lays out a timeline of 483 years. And of course, that happened in the time of Nehemiah under Artaxerxes Longinus, and then brings us forward until Jesus would ride into Jerusalem in 8033, April 6th. And Sir Robert Anderson wrote a great book on that called The Coming Prince. And so Gabriel, important angel, he comes to Nazareth. And then it says he comes in verse 27 to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. So this is Mary, a young virgin girl. Now, typically, we know from history that most young women were betrothed to men and married usually in their teens, mid-teens. So it's very likely that Mary was anywhere from 14 to 18 years old, just a young girl. And, and here she is in this city and this angel appears to her. She's, but she's betrothed to a man, it tells us here, named Joseph. Now, Joseph, we don't know how old he was, but we do know that by the time Jesus started his public ministry, Joseph had died. And that becomes apparent just through a few things that we'll see as we go through the book of Luke. But Joseph was a carpenter, and, and he found this woman that he wanted to marry, I suppose. Now, marriage wasn't the kind of the same. It wasn't really the same as it is here in America today. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmet.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening. And remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.